Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 152, Realignment. Claire, I didn't expect to see you this morning. I have an admin day, so I thought I'd stop by and see how things were going. Yeah, well, we're making some progress on your case. Some? I haven't heard from you in a while. I was beginning to wonder. What kind of progress have you made? We followed Hank back to a pawn shop in Baltimore. It seems the owner is the man in your pictures. I have to confess that it really bothers me to hear that. Is he following me? Well, our best guess is Hank thinks you're the one doing the following. Why would he think that? I don't know this guy from Adam. Well, look at it from his point of view. You might be following him since you have ties to the state police. I'm beginning to believe that these two are planning something and they, nah, they're upset you showed up at the same places at the same time as our mystery man. Who is this mystery man? Well, I got no hits on uh, facial recognition. I'm, I'm shopping at the pawn shop hoping to get some uh, prints. Why don't you just go in and ask him? Flash your badge. That's what I gave it to you for. Now, Claire, you know that's not how it works. If he's involved in something, we'd lose any chance of nailing him. I can say for certainty that uh, he and Hank are not affiliated with any type of law enforcement agency. Why do I get the feeling that this runs much deeper than a civil case? You know, I have a lot of connections in law enforcement. It wouldn't take too much to find out what agencies may be involved besides you. As you will know from my application, my former partner is with the Homeland Security. She's back on the job after a duty-related shooting, so yes, I've been calling in some favors from Homeland. Right now, it's just a harassment case. I've got nothing illegal on him except threatening a phone call. So what am I supposed to do in the meantime? You play along with his demands, keep me informed, and don't make any wild accusations. I managed to plant a bug in his office, but I... Don't want that fact to be made known outside this office. I'll let you know if I have anything solid. I guess that's the way it has to be. I'll let you know if he contacts me again. Great, and thanks for stopping by. Hey, to what do I owe the honor? How about you click accept and also turn your camera on? Oh, video chat. There she is, Kate. Wow, I'm surprised. That's a nice resolution camera. I know what that means. 
You're surprised to actually have a camera. Tim, you don't even have a smartphone. So I'm surprised you can actually do this. So is this a lecture or do you need something? Hey, where are you? It looks like the IDF safe house. That's because I am in the safe house. I met with O'Neill yesterday and they want to keep my new appearance under wraps for right now. What'd I tell you? They want to use you for undercover work, so why are you at the safe house? This is my temporary work address, and your case is my first assignment. Your what? Now, don't get all worked up. I told Barbara that I hated it when Homeland came in and took over the Parks case from us. So you turned him down? Of course not, Jim. You know you can trust me. <laughs> What's so funny? Ah, uh, you know the old saying, telegraph, telephone, television, telewoman. Kelly told me all about your conversation with O'Neill. I'm good with it. <laughs> Jim Barnes, someday. I know, to the moon, Alice. <laughs> now we got that cleared up. Uh, you getting anything from my bug? It's working fine. We have an agent monitoring conversations, and we have eyes on the storefront. If we see Hank go in, I'll send an alert to your phone. If we pick up any interesting conversations in the store, we'll do the same. Otherwise... We can consolidate everything on a daily basis and send it at close of day. That's everything, right? Yes, Jim. Everything. Good morning, sir. Jameson, I trust you haven't been standing out here all morning to catch me. Oh, no, sir. Not at all. I've only been here a few minutes. I see. So you were waiting for me. Technically, I suppose I was. It's quite simple. Either you were or you weren't. Director Cage wanted to see both of us. I didn't want to go in without you, sir. Both of us? This should be interesting. Speak of the devil. Tony, welcome back to the real world. I see you've met Jameson. Thank you, and yes, I have. Now, do you want to tell me what this is all about? Let's step into my office. Please take a seat. Thank you, sir. I've been going over your after-action report on Titan IV. You've had quite the adventure. I hope it made sense. It was difficult to write with Sam chattering incessantly on the way back. How was your old partner? I would hardly call Sam a partner. You two seem to work well together in Johannesburg. Soren took care of him there, and as for my dealings with him at the Titan system... It was a necessary inconvenience. I certainly hope you were not suggesting that he became a part of MI6. No worries, Tony. Uh, Sam is to be part of the Western IDF office. Uh, Jameson here is your new partner. It's an honour, sir. Just what are we talking about, Director? A partner for a particular assignment or something long-term? You're our best agent. However, you can't go on forever. New agents like Jameson here need to learn from the best. I just have the slightest desire to retire soon. It almost sounds like you're putting me out to pasture. Sirs, if I may, Agent Simon, I can see how this may make you feel encumbered to have a junior agent following you around, but I assure you that I am quite capable of performing the duties of a junior officer. And Director, I appreciate the opportunity to learn from the best. And just how long have you been with MI6? Six months, sir. And the IDF? Just over a year. Just over a year, you say? Well, Director, there probably isn't much more I could teach him then. 
I know you're used to working alone, and this is quite a change for you. There's no better teacher than experience. Let's try this for a while and see how it works out. I'm sure there are times when you can use an extra pair of hands or eyes. You're the director. Agent Simon, I assure you I will work hard to be the best partner I can be. You're a legend here at MI6 and the IDF. No need for flattery, Jameson. I don't really have any say in this matter, so do try and keep up. So where do we go from here? I've been in touch with my Western counterpart, Pierman. He will most likely be teaming Sam up with Agent Nelson. Poor fellow. I, I rather liked him. Sam? No, Nelson. What did Nelson do to deserve that? Agent Hawke and company are investigating a case that most certainly involves a Hongan. Since Sam is one, they feel he can be useful. That's of consequence to us, because their investigation so far shows that their suspect has ties to the bombing attempt in Sweden and possibly your Johannesburg case. What would that have to do with us, sir? Although rage is fractured at its core, there is still loyal splinter groups. They seem to be determined to destroy our communication systems in Sweden, Johannesburg, St. Louis, Baltimore. There is no indication that they will stop. Agent Simon is right. The Johannesburg target was a direct attack on us. Uh, we need to remain vigilant. It's almost certain that this plague will soon be on our shores, if they aren't already. I can see where this is a delicate balance between MI6 and national security and the IDF and galactic security. There is a very thin line between the two. For the remainder of the day, I want you two to set up your office. Uh, room 227. I know the word office is the last thing you want to hear, Tony, but it's a necessity, I'm afraid. You're correct, Director. That is the last thing I wanted to hear. But if it's a necessity, then so be it. Get everything in order and be ready for a briefing at 0800 tomorrow. In other words, welcome back. Now get back to work. Is this the only weapons storage facility? Yes, this is the only facility that stores weapons. There are other storage units here. They mostly house quartermaster supplies. Sheets, blankets, uniform accessories, combat rations, things like that. Well, enough to supply an army, I suppose. That was the whole idea. So are you just going to stand there and chatter or are you going to open up? As the guard, I swore to protect this place. There will be a price on my head for sure. Well, look at it this way. You drove Lord Zokar wherever he needed to go. You aided the enemy. He landed here and put that big lizard Sprague in front of me and made me do it. He fought against us at the bunker. I didn't shoot at anyone. I was firing way over your heads. That would be kind of hard to prove, since we were pinned down by enemy fire. You're lucky the Colonel spared you. As soon as I saw him, I threw up my hands. I bet. After you threw up your breakfast. You have nothing to worry about. Both Zandu and Brady are in the brig on Captain Tam's ship. So again, stop your babbling and open the door. 
You have a brig on a freighter ship? Mandated by the IDF. We weren't too happy about giving up cargo space for one. <laughs> Aren't you glad you did? This is the door to the vault. Lights are automatic, so don't be alarmed. You've got to be kidding me. This looks just like that 310 movie. Yeah. The one about the crazy archaeologist and the big warehouse at the end. It's gonna take a while to go through all of this. A while, you think? Is there some sort of manifest or inventory? On this tablet. It goes by row left to right, islands front to rear, and levels floor to ceiling. Are there any nuclear weapons here? Yes, level 1A. And I assume, like the shipment we hauled, the primers are separate. Primers level 4 through 6. I suppose you can operate that forklift, so gather up all the primers and load them onto the truck. Tam, you supervise the load. Gabby and I will go through this inventory and see if there are any weapons we need to dispose of immediately. Ooh, I love window shopping. As for the rest, we'll notify Colonel Rada to take control of the warehouse. What about me? Because you have been so cooperative, once the ship is loaded, we'll notify the IDF. I'll make sure they know you're not a hostile. What to do from there is totally up to you. Alright, let's get to it. Agent Nelson, so glad you could make it. You remember Sam. Well, look who it is. The man who almost made me a hero on Hunger. Believe me, if I had my way, you would have been. I hope you two aren't going to let St. Louis get in the way of working together. No, the past is the past. I talked to Soren about him, and it seems Sam was a valuable asset in Johannesburg. Seems? Well, I don't think they could have done it without me. Even Simon was impressed by what I brought to the table. If you're talking about your eating habits, <laughs> yeah, he was. I trust that the two of you can settle these differences quickly. There is work to be done. I have set up billeting here for Sam at St. Martin. We'll make sure that his wardrobe is up to date. So no more Chicago uh, gangster looks? Hey, I thought we looked pretty sharp. I'd rather like the fedoras and the white ties. Maybe Nelson can take you to one of our many local Comic-Cons and you can dress up. In the meantime, Nelson, I assure you that we'll find him some suitable clothing. His dress code isn't the only thing that may present a problem. Sam will remain here. I have arranged for Robert to give him a thorough indoctrination into our culture and the workings of our government and law enforcement. It's similar to what we do for immigrants applying for citizenship. Really? Does that mean I can apply for citizenship? I can see it now. Place of birth. The planet Honga. Occupation? Mercenary. No, Sam. You are not going to apply for citizenship. We will provide you with the proper documentation, should you ever be detained for some reason. Hmm. Forged papers? Lying? This sounds like my kind of place. Then I'm sure you'll fit right in. So, what's this case you think I can help with? One of our former detectives retired and started a private investigative business. His first case appears to involve a woman who took photos of two of our steps. She received threatening phone calls to delete them from her social media pages. I know about social media. It's a place on what you call the web, where people complain about their lives. 
pass on political conspiracies and show funny animal videos. <laughs> and you think we Hongans are weird. Yes, well to continue, she arranged a meeting with him and our agents were able to get a good photo and we've determined he's one of yours. Do you recognize him? So, you do realize that there are over two billion people on Hanga, right? We are well aware of that. We are also aware that the mercenaries are assigned to different sectors in the galaxy. The pool assigned to this area of the universe can't be that large. True, but I still don't recognize him. How about this guy? He owns a pawn shop here in Baltimore. Well, hmm. He does look a little familiar, but I can't say for certain. Excellent. That's good enough to do some additional undercover work. Undercover work? Like a spy? With a poison pen, a camera tie clasp, and an exploding briefcase? Uh, no. More like posing as a customer and seeing if you can pick up on anything that would make you suspect he was a hungan. Don't you think this guy could do the same thing? If he picks up on you being a hungan, then we've succeeded. Barnes has the shop bugged and we have it under surveillance. If he tips off Hank that a fellow Hungan was in his store, we'll know. But if neither one of you can ID the other as a Hungan, we're back to where we are now. We're not just relying on you. We're running his prints now through the IDF database. I can't imagine your Hungan database being very large. We would rather die than be captured. Well, most of you anyway. So, what's the plan? Here's one of the business cards that this Louie guy gave to Barnes. He put a mark up here in the corner and told Jim that if enough of his friends presented it when they came in to buy items for their cosplay, he would give them a deal on an item that he likes. Cosplay? Cosplay? You know people in St. Louis thought I was cosplaying by the way I was dressed. Might just say, yeah, I'm a gangster. So what's the plan? I'll drop you off about a block away at a safe house we have. You'll go in and ask for a few items. We'll give you a list of things to look for. While you're getting orientated by Robert, I'll have him go over the Comic-Con scene with you and Steampunk, just in case he starts asking too many questions. Now, do you have any questions? Yeah. Can I dress up in my gangster suit again? Well, here's an expression we don't say much up here. Good morning. What in the crawl was that? The proper response is, what on earth was that? It was the crowing of a domesticated bird called a rooster, mostly found in agricultural areas. That is their morning call. Am I going to an agricultural area? You will be going to an urban area. That's good. Otherwise, Earth would be short one rooster. So, how did you sleep? Not real well. Sleep up here can be hard to adjust to in the beginning, but don't worry. You'll have plenty of downtime on the way to 310. Can't wait. George, do you have my beverage ready? As requested, the beverage compartment is right behind you. The beverage temperature is safe to drink, but if you need it hotter, let me know. The condiments you requested have been added. Thank you. Mmm, just right, George. Thank you. You are most welcome, Lenora. We do have some pastries also. No thank you, I'm fine. When does my ride get here? The DSS will be here in four standard hour units. The DSS? The Deep Space Stip. We use so many acronyms up here, it's like speaking a different language. I have so many questions. Like, where will I stay? What will I do for monetary units? How and where will I eat? 
Those are all good questions. All I can tell you is, if they're going to take care of a Hongan mercenary, you shouldn't be too difficult. If I may, Commander. Proceed. Once you arrive, you will be placed on a probationary status. You will receive what some refer to as a per diem, or living allowance. This is usually given to personnel working away from their home base. I definitely qualify for that part. The length of your probationary period will be determined by Mr. Pierman. The better you perform, the shorter your probation. That's another thing. Perform what? What will my duties be? I thought the controller was sending me there to be a cast-off on my own. They really only do that to high-profile prisoners like Lister. The planet, or in his case, the moon, is generally plentiful in resources, but extremely primitive. After your probationary period, a determination will be made concerning your fitness to serve the IDF. Serve the organization that took my family from me? Are you serious? <laughs> Looks like I'll be on probation for a very long time. Again, what will I be doing? That will be up to Pierman. You have a very desirable skill set. If you were able to successfully charade as a high-profile lawyer and master plan the escape of one of the most guarded prisoners on Titan III, then you could be to some use of them here. Very interesting. So the IDF employs liars and imposters to do their work? Deceit and misdirection are the unavoidable tools of the trade. Honestly, last night I was dead set against going back to my home planet. But now, I have a renewed purpose in life. I'm still not thrilled to serve the IDF, but I'm anxious to start a new life. I'm glad to hear that, Lenora. What changed? Just a change in perspective, Commander. I see things a little differently now. Well, that's it. Xandu and Brady have been turned over to the Provost Marshal, and my bounty will be waiting for me at Baldibar. Are we ready for departure? All systems are go. Buckle up. Tower, Ulysses ready to copy clearance. Ulysses, you are cleared as filed. Fly runway heading. Climb and maintain 10,000. Contact departure at Lucas intersection 123.6. This is Ulysses. Copy. Fly runway heading. Climb and maintain 10,000. Contact departure at Lucas intersection 123.6. Good copy. You are cleared for takeoff. Runway 36. Have a good day. Ulysses with you at 10,000 on 123.6. Ulysses, radar contact. You're clear for orbital insertion. Contact area control prior to orbit escape on TACOM 3. Safe journeys. Copy. Contact TACOM 3 upon departure. Tighten those seatbelts, guys. One more time. Going to throttle up. All systems green. How's everyone doing? I'm glad I didn't have a big breakfast. As many times as we've done this, it's still a blast. Literally. Entering zero G. Make sure you've secured all loose items. Watch those teeth, Jopra. Very amusing, Gabby. Boosters off. Orbital insertion. One revolution for the sling effect and we're out of here. All the nuclear detonators ready for launch. Headsets off. You have the honors, Captain. Jettison in three, two, one. Detonators launch. Bombs away. 
Excellent. Once these burn up in the atmosphere, we won't have to worry about the nukes on Titan IV. Personally, once we put the Titan system behind us, I don't think I'll ever come back. Even if we get a lucrative haul? We'll take it to the Titan III and let them sort it out. I want you two to know that I'm very appreciative of your help, and I'll make sure you are well compensated. Yeah. The IDF is pretty tight with their monetary units. They should reward you, but I'm talking about me. I will be sharing part of the bounty with you two. I don't think I could have done it without you. Jeffer, that is so sweet. No, no, none of that. I won't have word getting out that I'm a softy or sweet. I have a reputation to maintain. Oh, don't worry. Your secret is safe with us, sugar lump. Knock, knock. Nelson, come in. What are you doing here? For one thing, I wanted to see your setup. I can see you're on your own right now. Is this your feed from the pawn shop? Yes, but nothing out of the ordinary, yet. Too bad Jim didn't install a camera in that old clock. He thought about it, but said he had no idea where Louie would put it. No sense chancing it being found when you only got to see a wall across the room. You said, for one thing, what's the other reason you came? We got a hit on that print from Louie. That's great! Maybe not. Soren contacted me. The print is from one of your Stockholm kidnappers. Can Hank be one of Wei Wong's men? Will Agent Simon accept a partner at MI6? What will be the fate of Jaffra, Tam, and Gabby? And will Sam be able to assimilate? Find out the answers to these and more in the next episode of The Hawk Chronicles, A Stockholm Connection. Hi, my name is Tracy Babian, co-author of the Carlson Chronicles podcast. My husband, J.A. Babian, the main author, had a triple stroke in the latter part of August of this year. Jerry was lifelighted to Tulsa, Oklahoma, with a brain bleed that the doctors thought they were going to have to do surgery on him, which surely would have killed him. Thank the Lord they didn't. He survived that brain bleed and swelling, but he is in need of so much for his recovery. I have started a GoFundMe to help with all the costs that I just don't have. I retired back in April of this year so that I could take care of Jerry, as he was starting to show signs then that I just didn't catch. Little did I know this would be a blessing in disguise. He is fighting this setback of memory loss and 75% use of his right leg, arm, along with his cognitive speech. Considering the doctor said he would not make it, I consider him to be a miracle. Medicare has only granted 12 visits of physical and speech therapy twice a week. He needs at least six months worth of speech therapy alone. That is a total of $4,000 we need to pay up front that I just don't have. So far, we have had $775 in donations of the 10000 we need come in. Please donate today so that he can get his needed medication, therapy, and also help pay bills that Medicare just will not cover, even if it's only $5. I update this account so folks can see his progress. You can go to my Facebook account, Tracy Babian VO, to find the pinned link with the title Jerry Babian Stroke Victim Needs. Jerry says, thank you. I still have a lot to write on my stories that I want to get done. Please help me to achieve that goal. Thank you in advance for your donation. 
Tracy Babian.